0: Chapter 21. We saw the motorcycles in front of the wigwam a half a block away. There were four of them and they were parked at the curb right at the front door. The riders had left their helmets strapped to the seats. All the places in front of cowpokes were taken, so we pulled around to the side and parked. Junior was ready. It was all I could do to keep up with him as we crossed the street and went inside. You know I'm a smoker But at first, the smoke almost stifled me. At angles where there was artificial light in the background, you could see it floating blue-gray all over the room. Then I saw Ben. The place was a madhouse. The jukebox was playing so loudly it was vibrating the walls and everybody was talking at once. We eased on back to a vacant booth and slid in. I thought Christine was supposed to be working tonight, I said. That's what Red told me, he said. I was sure Ben had seen us come in, so I didn't want to rush right out. He and the girls had their hands full. I checked my watch and it was over five minutes before one of them got to us. Some of the same guys I'd seen when we were here before were here. The light over the pool table was on and two of the cyclists were playing pool. Their movements were slow, careful-like, like they were stoned or had been drinking all day. The other two were sitting on the bench by the wall. A grimy-looking blonde woman with her right-leg jackknife stood leaning against the wall. Her face was a little wide, but she was built like an ice skater and would have looked pretty good had she been cleaned up. All five were dressed the same, black leather jackets with zippers all over them, jeans, boots, and those black visor caps they wear when they take their helmets off. The woman didn't appear to be as loaded as the rest of them. The men were talking loud and laughing like hell. Another round back here, one of the shooters yelled, looking up toward the front. It was obvious he was their leader. He was about six foot four, wiry, and had a naturally booming voice. He was an ugly guy, one of those guys with a long bony face, long humped nose, long neck with a prominent Adam's apple, and he had blubber lips. His uneven teeth were bucked so that his mouth was open most of the time. He habitually worked his top teeth with his tongue and closed his mouth, but it wouldn't stay closed for long. I saw Ben stop what he was doing and stand eyeing them. Then he said something to the barmaid and started putting drinks on a tray. I had a feeling that something was wrong, that the trouble had started before we arrived and we'd missed it. There's too much going on over here tonight, I said to Junior. Let's get out of here and come back some other time. He picked up on the tension too. Relax, he said. I could see the excitement in his eyes as he kept sitting there, his hand on the table tapping to the beat of the music. It irked me that he'd put me off like that. I'm supposed to be the boss. I was about to say something when I heard the crash of glass. I looked around. The cyclist, the one with the booming voice, had apparently tried to shoot his empty bottle into the trash can like a basketball and had missed. He was still in a shooter's pose. Broken glass was scattered all over the floor. He turned his face away, his hand covering his mouth like he was trying to suppress a laugh. He took a couple of quick peeks toward the bar, making silly faces as he did, then took on an innocent look and got ready for his shot. I looked at Ben, but I don't think he heard anything. The barmaid Frida, I'd heard her called, came with the beer and took their money. As she turned to leave, she noticed the broken glass. Who busted this glass all over the floor, she asked the guy. How the fuck am I supposed to know, he shouted, and that apparently pissed her off. She headed straight for Ben. I could see her talking to him, her mouth moving like crazy, nodding toward the guy as she talked. Suddenly, the jukebox stopped and every voice in the place died out. The silence was eerie. Ben came around the bar and out through the tables and marched right by our booth. He was no more than three feet from us as he passed. I could see the anger in his dark eyes. The cyclist seemed unaffected by the silence. His hip was on the edge of the table and he was stretched out to shoot when Ben marched up and plucked the cue ball off the felt. His head snapped up. The fuck you doing, he shouted. Ben ignored him and stood braced with the cue ball in his hand. This is it, he shouted to them all. You guys are cut off. Get your stuff and get the hell out of here. I said, the fuck you doing, the guy shouted again. Ben's arm was just a blur.